Greetings ladies, this is Kim Seymour from Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour coming to you today with a topic of abuse. Trust yourself in the cycle. Think about that topic, abuse. Trust yourself in the cycle. It's really interesting that a lot of my podcast and um, posts on social media and responses to my blog have led me in the direction of making sure that I address this topic periodically about abuse and how women have to find their way either out of the situation or find a better way to function within their situation. But I get a lot of responses about this topic. So I thought today that I would do another podcast on something that could hopefully help any young lady young adult, woman, even teenager, and even my seasoned ladies who listen to this podcast, you know, that it would help them to be able to see a different perspective, maybe make a different choice. So um, I want to move forward with making sure that I honor that path and, um, just really come to you from my heart and my spirit on this topic and how I think that it can benefit us who may be in the situation, have been in the situation, you know, may potentially be in the situation. It's very important that we can recognize it and know what to do. So again, the topic for today, abuse, trust yourself in the cycle. So we've talked about abuse before and um, the different types and what it looks like, what it feels like. Uh, This podcast is not geared towards any one particular type of abuse. Uh, We know that there are many types. Um, The main types that you may hear in the news, social media, and just, you know, even in our communities and our society are the physical abuse and then the mental or emotional abuse, as well as verbal abuse. And so those are the the common types that you may hear of, but there's all kinds. There's sexual abuse, that's another um, popular one. And then, you know, when you look into family functionings, then you might see financial abuse. So there's different types of abuse. The thing that I want us to focus on today is trusting yourself within that. So we know with the different types of abuse, it it comes in a cycle. And so we've defined the the cycle before and the, the cycle is, it depends on the type of disorder or the type of personality that the abuser may have as far as what the cycle is. But there are some main functions of the cycle that is very consistent throughout most of the types of abuse. And the main things that you will see in this cycle is there is some type of event that takes place that really gets things started. And so once this event takes place in the relationship, then abuse begins to happen. So, you know, of course it may be gradual, it may be immediate. It just, again, depends on what type of of abuse you're experiencing as well as the type of abuser that is in your relationship. But there is this event that takes place and then it spirals from there where you have your abuser that will act out. And so it is at this moment that they abuse verbally, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, um, whatever type it is, it may be a mixture of those different types of responses, or it just may be the one thing that they do all the time um, to the victim. So you have your event, and then this event 
causes the victim to abuse. Then the, you know, the, the length of each stage of the cycle, again, is truly up to, it may be the victim, it may be the abuser, the personality of the abuser, it just depends. The length of the, each stage is different. And the length of each stage can be different with each different cycle. So you may have a cycle that takes place and it lasts a day or two. You may have a cycle that takes place and it's, it's into a couple of weeks. So it, it, again, it varies. But we do know there's the event and then the abuse begins. As the abuse is taking place, then of course this has an effect on the victim and the functionings of the relationship. So after the abuser acts out, then over a period of time, there is a shift, a change in the way that the abuser is seeing things, the way that the abuser decides to uh, continue to operate in this. It could be um, the victim may have pulled away or the victim may have stood up and said you know, something or the victim may have threatened to do something. So there could be a lot of different reasons for the abuser's shift but once they act out with abusive behavior, as the cycle continues, then there is a shift. And the shift is where we may see the abuser showing remorse, uh, potentially feeling bad, apologizing, uh, gift giving. So all of these things to sort of make up for the abusive behavior. Okay, so again, generally you have the action that has taken place and then you have the abuse that comes and then you have this period of remorse, apologies from the abuser. Um, in that stage, the victim may accept the apology and, and, and think that things will be different and, uh, you know, really take to heart the fact that the abuser has come and tried to make peace. And then from there, the next general step is the honeymoon. And in this period, everything is good. Everything is going well. The victim is happy. The abuser appears to be happy. And all of the things that the victim wants to see in a relationship, they're seeing a lot of these things and they begin to feel good. And so their guard is let down as they begin to um, allow themselves to be back um, connected with the victim and then the cycle begins again so one thing that I want to caution victims of in this particular podcast is know that the action that takes place or the event that takes place know that that may or may not be abrupt. And when I say abrupt, I'm meaning all of a sudden this happens and then there's abuse. It may not happen that quickly. And so I think the most important thing that we can learn as we're learning about the cycle and how it begins is that there are things that may lead up to this event for some relationships. And then there are other relationships where there's no warning. So it becomes the victim's really leverage and responsibility of such to start to pay attention and to determine is there something that usually takes place even before this event that gets things started? So is there something that's leading up to it? Is that the, have they pulled away? Is the attitude of the, the, um, the attitude of the abuser, has it changed? What types of things lead up to it? And so at this point, it's good to kind of do some journaling so that you can really be knowledgeable about the cycle. But again, understand that that is not for 
every situation. Many situations, the abuse happens and you're caught off guard as the victim. All right, so we have the basic parts of the cycle. When I say trust yourself in the cycle, I want you to think from this perspective. Over time, after you've been in a relationship with uh, this individual and abuse has taken place, even though you have many honeymoon periods in your relationship, over time, you'll start to realize this keeps So I'm going to say that again. Over time, you will realize that this keeps happening. And then as you continue to to really try to look into what this is really about, and and, and I want to add this piece, you have a relationship with God and you're studying and you're praying and you're meditating and you're doing all of these things to, to try to just continue to grow closer to God, you'll start to have that realization and it'll come to you that, yes, this is a cycle and some of the same things keep happening and this becomes a cycle. And you can no longer feel that this is a one-time incident. In many cases, that's what we think. When we're in the midst of the cycle and the abuse is happening and and we don't know what to do, it's caught us off guard and we're pulling away or we're, we're, we're fighting back or whatever our actions are. And then the, the honeymoon comes, the remorse comes and the honeymoon comes and it seems like everything is back to normal. Sometimes we look at that situation once we've gotten out of that particular cycle and we tell ourselves that was a one-time thing, that this happened because of that. Or if that wouldn't have happened, this wouldn't have happened. Oh my gosh, if we wouldn't have done this or if this wouldn't have happened at work or whatever our thought process is, we tell ourselves this is a one-time thing. So you have to begin to realize that this, my dear, is a cycle. And what is a cycle? A cycle is continuous. There are different stages in the cycle. There are different Things that happen in the cycle, they vary from relationship to relationship, person to person. It's not always the same for each relationship, each person. But a cycle is a cycle. It is a loop. It is continuous. That is the first realization that you have to know. And when I say trust yourself in the cycle, that's one of the things that I want you to realize is this is a cycle. So when the stage of remorse takes place, I am not saying to anyone, don't forgive, run away. That is not what I'm saying. And that is not what I am here to do. That is not what I do in my podcast, my blogs, that is not what I am here to do. I am not here to say leave, stay. That is not my call. That is something that you as the victim will have to come to terms with yourself. But what I am here to do is give you tools to either stay or or leave, but whatever you decide that you have these tools to help you in that decision or to make that decision. All right, so you have to know this is a cycle. And when I say know yourself in the cycle, I need you to know that. I need you to know this is a cycle. When you're at the remorse stage and you are looking at flowers, you are looking at that coat that you wanted to buy, you are looking at that purse that you were waiting to come on sale. You are looking at that spouse, that partner to, you're looking at them and they're telling you they're sorry. 
they're telling you, I, I, I'm so sorry. I understand. I did it again. You know, it won't happen again. Whatever their language is. And the heart in you wants to forgive. And there is nothing wrong with that. Because, as I stated earlier, if you are connecting to God, of course you already know that forgiveness, that's what we're supposed to do. So if you are at that stage of remorse where you're 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 getting the remorse and 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 you feel good about this about them coming to you and 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 being remorseful that's okay but you can't lose yourself in that moment to where you no longer trust what you already know so i'm going to say that again you cannot lose yourself in those moments of remorse to where you no longer trust what you already know. What do you already know? You already know that this is a cycle. What else do you know? You already know that a cycle is continuous. What else do you know? You know that this will happen again. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you've had an argument with a spouse or another significant relationship and it turned bad, the words were said, maybe even got physical, but your gut instinct and what you know is it was a one-time incident or maybe two times and you know these things happen in relationships then this doesn't apply to you because every act of harsh treatment harsh words does not necessarily constitute abuse in every situation and to be honest even if there is a physical part of an incident in a relationship, it's cause for alarm and something to watch, but it may or may not be a cycle for you. So when I say trust yourself in the cycle, you're going to know it. You're gonna have that instinct, you're gonna have that feeling. So, when you're in that remorse stage, just know what you already know. Forgive. If that is your choice, if that's where you are in your walk, then forgive. But still know where you are, what this is, what it means, and that it will happen again. Now, the good thing about knowing that it will happen again is that you can prepare for it. Now preparing for abuse is not easy and really, can you ever really truly prepare? Not truly, but knowing that it'll happen again, you can have tools to help yourself cope in those moments. So you know what this is, you know it's a cycle. You know a cycle is continuous. You know this will happen again. So when you're in all of those stages and you get to remorse and you get to honeymoon, just know. Does that mean do not enjoy the honeymoon stage? No. That may be the place where you seek help, where there's therapy where you can bond, where you can build, where you can come together. Or it may mean something else for you. Again, it, it, it's your choice. But what I want you to understand is that it's a cycle 
it's continuous and it's going to happen again the other part of trusting yourself in this cycle is when you're in the abuse stage of this cycle and what I mean by that is the action the event has taken place and the abuse has begun there may be lots of words phrases language that may come from your partner and it makes you think that this is not abuse you're making it up this is your fault if you wouldn't have done this we wouldn't be here at this point and you begin to internalize that maybe this is my fault maybe I shouldn't have done this and then from there it frees the abuser so when I say to trust yourself in the cycle this is a cycle with defined stages even though each stage may look different and for different um, types of abuse and different personality types the abuse may look different in each stage but there are defined stages event abuse remorse honeymoon those are defined in the abuse cycle so if you have this determined outside of this cycle that this is abuse then when you are in this cycle of these activities that are happening know that it is a cycle and it is not your fault while there may be things that you do that could trigger those are not necessarily things that are your fault because you have to understand that if there is an abuser in your life the problem lies with them and not with you you may get up one morning and decide to cook breakfast and the abuser may begin to abuse so you cannot internalize that there's something you should have done differently should you not have gotten up to cook breakfast but you don't know what is happening in the mind or the psyche of the abuser to become upset because you're making breakfast and that's a, a very clear example they're all not that clear because they're you know there's different conflicts and things in relationships so we may say something um, in response to something and the abuser may go off and then abuse begins but I need you to instead of internalize that this is your fault I need you to internal internalize that it's not so trust yourself in the cycle know that this is a cycle a cycle is continuous and it will happen again and then know that this is not your fault when you are able to trust yourself in this cycle there are a few things that can be a positive for you remember trusting yourself in this cycle means I'm going to trust what I already know what's in my gut what I know you cannot mistake this even though you may be in a relationship that is abusive but you want everyone else to think everything is perfect oh we're fine things are great he just got a little upset you may do that but you deep down inside you know 
You may stand in the mirror and tell yourself, oh, it was just one time. This is not abuse. This is not abuse. But when it keeps reoccurring, you know what it is. So when you trust yourself in the cycle, you trust what you already know, regardless of what you're telling everybody else. At this moment, don't worry about what you're telling everybody else because that may be a lie. And you know what? You may be telling your own self a lie. But when you trust what you know, you will know it's not a lie. That this is abuse. And, and let me rephrase that. When you trust what you know, you will know that telling yourself that this is a one-time thing is a lie. But trusting yourself says that I know what this is. It's a cycle. A cycle is continuous. This will happen again. This is not my fault. When you trust yourself in the cycle, there are some positives that can help. Number one, it's very important to stay clear in the cycle. And when I say stay clear, what I mean is you have to, with everything within you, to keep a clear head. Try not to internalize what's being said. Try not to tell yourself something in response to the abuse. So let me see that, say that again. You have to be clear-minded. Your head, you need to remain clear. Try not to internalize what is being said to you. And if this is physical abuse or even mental, emotional, try not to tell your own self negative things because negative self-talk will destroy you especially in this cycle because what you have in abuse is the abuser is feeding you now just as you can sit at a table and someone wants to 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 have you eat something you don't want oh no I don't want to try that I've never tried that I don't want to try that or I tried it I don't like it I don't want anymore just like you can refuse that at a table you need to refuse what they are feeding you see an abuser feeds you and you decide whether to eat it. So the abuser is feeding you, you're no good. I don't know why I'm with you. You're horrible, you're her horrible mother, you're a horrible wife. You're not competent, you can't even fix a simple meal. You, you know, all these things. Plus, in many cases, physical abuse. And what they're feeding you, you internalize it and you even add to it by negative self-talk. Well, you know what? I, I can't make the food right. It's never good enough. I've tried it myself. He's right. I don't know. You are eating what he's feeding you. So the positive that has to come out is you have to keep a clear mind. If you can keep a clear mind in this cycle, you'll come out of it to where you, when you get to the honeymoon stage, you begin to build yourself up. I hope that that resonates with you and, and it's hard to to remain positive to not internalize to keep a clear head you will have to find how that works for you some individuals okay they need to go take a walk or they need to do um, what they love they need to read listen to music you know in those moments that they have in the midst of the cycle you have to find out what works for you but keep a clear head 
regardless of what is said or what is done you know what you know what you know what you know is what you know and because you know these things you will not be swayed motivated convinced manipulated to think anything outside of that trust yourself in this cycle trust what you know when you know what you know you act differently now please be let me be clear on this in no way am I saying that this is an easy task for any victim telling you to keep a clear mind in this not internalize it's not easy you got to do some training you have to do some training because this is your reality and because this is your reality you cannot go to sleep and wake up and it's gone this is your reality and to be perfectly clear in your honeymoon stage you may have a short window to grow so the last part of this I want to talk about growth and to emphasize the importance of growth is the statement that I made just a few minutes seconds ago about what the abuser is feeding you I really want you to visualize yourself so I'm going to ask that at this moment you close your eyes and you sit down at the dinner table and you are at a family gathering and dinner table and there's lots of good different food items to eat um, some you like and some you don't and it's time to fix plates and so you begin to fix your plate and you sit down and um, we all have maybe a family member that we may tease because they they try so hard to make this dish but it turns out horrible or there may just be some side dishes that you just have never liked but it may be grandmother or granny or big mama or what nana whatever you may call her and she comes um, now let me correct she's not the one that that makes the bad side dish we know that's not her but you know she comes and it's she wants everybody to eat so she brings the pot the spoon you want some of this and she's trying to give it to you and it's it's either that that dish that nobody likes or or just something specific to you that you just don't like and she wants to give it to you and you say oh no 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 thank you I don't want any and you sure you don't want any? Oh no no no! I don't, I don't want any. I don't I don't really like so and so or uh, you know no you know so you just refuse it because maybe the last time it made you sick or or maybe you just don't like it and she moves on. You you've been able to say no. Then I keep your eyes closed because now I want you to think about your abuser you're sitting down at the table and it's just a table for two and the meal has been prepared and you're sitting down and um, the, abuse, the abuser comes with a pot and in the pot are harsh words you, you mean nothing you're no good I don't know why I'm with you. 
I was better off without you. I don't need you. You're a waste of my time. I could do this all without you. I don't even know why I talk to you. I've had better. I've never had this these many problems before. I was doing fine before I met you. You can't do anything right. I want you to picture these items in a spoon and him standing at your side or her with this pot, large spoon, and all of these words. Or maybe in your case, it is a slap, a punch, but the things that are being fed to you as these words are being said let's think about the words as the words are being said you can decide whether or not you want to eat those words you can decide whether or not you want to eat those words. Now, the words he is telling you or she is telling you, you internalize. The punches, the jabs, the slaps, slinging you across the floor, pulling you by your hair, your arm, in front of children. Words may not come from that, but that is when you tell yourself, I am nothing. I mean nothing. I'm not important. I'm insignificant. Just not good enough. Now, I want you to open your eyes. I want you to breathe for a moment because that's pretty tough. If you recall or you think about words that have been said, actions that may have been done, that's tough. But I want you to picture this being fed to you and you deciding if you want to eat it. So breathe in and out and just take a moment. Now, as I begin to close this particular podcast, I want you to close your eyes one more time. this time as you picture your partner standing over you and the big pot the big spoon and the words are coming out you're horrible I was better off without you you can't do nothing right for each set of words that he tries to feed you Stir up the things you know about yourself at that time. When you get that punch 
or that slat thrown across the floor in front of the children. Tell yourself something positive. Again, those words, you are horrible. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You're no good. I am here because I serve a purpose. You're not a good mother. I am an excellent mother to my children. You don't know nothing. I know just what I need to know to be who God designed me to be. Now, open your eyes. How do you get to that point when the abuser is trying to feed you and you need to feed yourself, you need to stir up what is in you to, to keep you focused and sane in this mess. It takes practice and it takes the desire to get better, to be better. I suggest to you that you begin to write as many good things about yourself that you can think of. And you know what? If you run out and you need more, you call someone that knows you, that can speak to how great you are and say, I just need you to tell me what you know about me. And whatever they say, hopefully all positive, you write it down. Because just because the abuser is saying these things or doing these things to you does not mean that everyone else feels the same. And when I said, trust who you are in the cycle, trust what you know, that's what you know. That this abuser has, has created this perception of you and that's how they want to see you. But guess what? That is not who you are. So you go ask your mother, your father, your sister, your friend, your uncle, your aunt, your cousin, your, your boss, whoever knows the good in you. And you write that down. And I don't care if when you're in the middle of this cycle, because again, trust who you are in the cycle, know the truth, identify that truth. You know, when you're in the cycle, you know what that means. You might, when you're in this cycle, you have to be armed. And we talk about being armed in the Bible and you have to be armed in this moment, if you need to take that notebook with you with all the positives and you need to open up and read it out loud to yourself, whatever you need to do while he's trying to feed you or while she's trying to feed you, then that's what you do. Well, I know what you're saying. Well, they're going to take it and rip it up. That's fine because you got it memorized. And you have more than one copy. So go ahead. At the end of the day, you know who you are. But if you only remember one or two things, say the same thing over and over again. Now, how do you do this if this is physical? That's a different story. And in that moment of being involved in physical violence, you may not be able to say those things, but it's worth a try. 
because at that moment you might need to open your mouth and tell him or her who you are. And as soon as there's a break, a moment, or maybe the, the end of the episode, and this is for physical, mental, emotional, all of the abuse types, when the episode is finished and you get a moment, yes, you can cry, pray, but tell yourself who you are because leaving that type of moment can break you down. You've got to continuously tell yourself who you are. And that is a start. When thinking of personal growth, my last part here is the honeymoon period. That is your time. Yes, you, you, you're back connected. You, 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 there is, regardless of how many times this happens, there is that feeling that comes. Maybe this is the last time. I get it. It comes. Okay. But don't miss the opportunity to grow because what you know deep down is it's a cycle and it's going to happen again. So don't think in this honeymoon, oh, I'm free. This is over. Let's live our lives. No, ma'am. You live your life. You, you hope that things improve, especially if there's therapy and there's counseling going on. You know, there's bright spots. But that, that's a lot of work, a lot of intense work that has to take place on the in the has to take place with the abuser. And it takes time. Because in, in therapy and counseling, you're, you're undoing what is ingrained in there. So in this honeymoon phase, my ladies, grow. Learn about this abuse. What is it? What does it mean? What are the signs? What, learn about it. Join a group, a support group. Get connected to God. Just continue establish a routine when you will will sit down and you'll pray. You'll you'll have your time with God. Establish that time. Find your hobbies. Do what you love. Do what brings you love. Do what brings you joy. Spend good time with your children. Connect with yourself and who you are. Grow personally grow professionally whatever the thing what are your life goals you want to go to school get in school you want a job promotion apply study do what you have to do because education and, 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 and knowledge is power education will help you to grow and set yourself apart it will help you make better decisions about your life You have a responsibility in that honeymoon phase to take care of you so that you will be prepared for the cycle. Because what do you know? This is a cycle. A cycle is continuous. And this will happen again. Ladies, I sure hope that this was helpful to you. And if you are in an abusive relationship or know of someone who is, I encourage you to seek help because it truly is a struggle and definitely one that you can't possibly overcome on your own. You will need support. You will need help. This podcast is not to take the place of therapy or support. This is just an avenue to help you to be motivated, inspired, and encouraged to take next steps. Um, and, and if you are in, know of someone that is in an abusive situation, share this podcast um, so that they can grow. Um, there are so many different 
resources out there. This is just one. But share the podcast and and, and also share your support with someone that may be in this situation. Um, I am Kim Seymour from Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. You can find me on all social media outlets. Uh, My podcasts are on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can find me on Facebook, Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. I have a group there for ladies and also a group there for women who are in abusive situations. Um, There's many ways to connect with me. Um, You can go to my website at inspireyourserenity.com. There you will find inspiring ebooks for women. And, you know, just another avenue, just another resource for you as you continue to grow personally, professionally. Um, I sure hope again that this has blessed your day and connect with me. I'd love to share with you. I'd love to help in your journey because this is a journey, not just in the abuse cycle, but in the cycle of life and all of the things that we want to accomplish. It is a journey and it is great when you can have people that are there in support of you as you take these steps and do this walk. So connect with me. I I would love to hear from you. Again, this is Kim Seymour from Inspired Serenity by Kim Seymour. I do hope that you have found something great in this podcast. I wish you an awesome day. Um, There is never any better time than the present to do a do-over, to change, to become who you want to be. The time is now. The time is today. Have an awesome day and we will see you next time.